0: Support for this podcast comes from Kinney Drugs, celebrating 120 years of providing medications, advice, and quality healthcare products and services. Kinney pharmacists administer all CDC-recommended vaccines to those age 18 and older, including flu, HPV, Tdap, MMR, chickenpox, and hepatitis A and B. They also administer vaccines indicated for older adults, including shingles for age 50+, RSV for age 60+, and pneumonia for age 65+. Employee-owned and locally committed since 1903. Learn more at kinneydrugs.com. From VT Digger, this is The Deeper Dig.
1: I was able to, to break down the barriers to food access, you know, and uh, while building trust and communication with the new American. So every time they see me here, they always, uh, I can say, be more comfortable because I speak their languages, you know, I give them more information about what we're doing, so, and uh, even if they have something which is not related to the food, they always talk to me, so they, I can refer them to other programs.
0: On today's episode, we talk to Eddie Abinetto, the food shelf supervisor at Feeding Chittenden. Feeding Chittenden is a Burlington based nonprofit that focuses on hunger relief and serves more than 12,000 people every year. Eddie Abeneto has worked at the organization for more than 17 years. Among other duties, Abeneto, who speaks six languages, facilitates communication and provides interpretation for visitors from a wide range of backgrounds. I started by asking him to explain briefly what kind of things Feeding Chittenden does
1: yeah so the food is uh, the largest the largest uh, direct uh, food shelf in Vermont. so not only we provide the uh, <clears throat> the direct service, but uh we do uh, outreach. so we guide people or we <clears throat> uh, I can say we refer people to other organizations and uh, we do have some uh, other program here like uh community kitchen academy so we give uh, uh training culinary training to people who are willing to open their business like restaurants and uh that is uh something we have here helping them to uh, to start something new so as we said that we here not only to give food but to uh, cultivating uh, opportunity too. so we're trying you know to to do something for them so maybe in the future they can be uh independent yeah
0: can you tell me what your position is and what that entails uh so my role now
1: is to oversee the distribution of food directly to the food shop visitor and uh, <clears throat> I oversee documentation related to the client eligibility and confidentiality so i have to prepare the reports according to predetermined reporting guideline i have to manage the movement of the food in the food shelf including oversight of sorting food and stocking the shelf and uh, i have another role is to conduct and oversee the three square vermonts outreach, and the assistance. And uh, as long as we have a client from different background, I provide translation and interpretation for people who need
0: help. And what languages do you speak in terms of interpretation? So I speak Swahili, I speak Lingala, I speak French,
1: I speak Urundi, and I speak Rwanda. Wow,
0: and and does that set of languages encompass a significant portion of the people who are coming in for help?
1: Yes, yeah, most of the new I can say we have a big uh, number of people who came from Africa, new American, and uh, most of them speak those languages, especially Swahili and French.
0: And can you talk just a little bit about why interpretation and facilitating communication with with people in different languages is so important?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. We we always have a problem here with uh, people who don't speak English. So the language barrier is a big problem here. So sometimes they don't know how to go to ask for services or to access some services. And not only that, we we do have people are coming here, not only for food, but they seek other services. Okay. So we're trying to get them and be um, a liaison with other program in our community so
0: we can uh, help them to, feel, to fulfill their needs. Yes. Does that involve helping people feel comfortable with coming to Feeding Chittenden who might otherwise not? Does it involve sort of trying to break down cultural barriers to that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So when they come here, most of the time they don't speak language or they don't, they're not used to the food we have, our American diets. So we have to explain them. We have to guide them through our groceries line to explain them. But uh, Most of them, they don't use to uh, American foods. So we're trying to substitute that as now we're trying to offer more culturally responsive foods.
0: Could you give a couple examples of what you're trying to do to make more uh, culturally appropriate foods available to different populations? Yeah, so
1: uh, an example. So people were coming from africa or people are coming from south america so when we have for example beans we always have beans in our stock but they always choose uh the dry beans instead of canned beans so everything they're trying mm-hmm. to use is fresh or dry so they're not used to uh, food which is in can or which is uh, frozen so and we do have some Produce here, they're not used to, oh, they don't know how to cook that. So we we'll always explain them how to cook that. They can introduce them in their diets.
0: And do you feel like you've been making progress in terms of getting people of different cultural backgrounds to be, you know, willing to use the the services that you're offering and, and understanding what's being offered and taking advantage of them? yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. I think that's yeah there's a lot of progress you know because I remember we we didn't have uh, a lot of people coming here for our services but now we're having uh different people from different backgrounds coming using our services and uh from that before we didn't introduce any cultural responsive food in our on our shelf so now we have like beans yeah, like rice and we're trying to encourage them to use other services like uh, uh three squares Vermont. and uh <clears throat> we're trying to to refer them to other program if they
0: need job if they need translation yes things like that and your own background you've been working at feeding Chittenden for over 17 years is that right yes i've been here for 17
1: years now
0: and what kind of different roles have you been in over that time?
1: So <laughs> that's a good question. So I started here uh, as a translator. And uh, after that, was like uh, I was working 20, 20, 20 hours a week, helping people to translate to uh, interpretation when they come here to interpret. When they come here and after that i become a full uh, a full-time employee so i become the uh distribution coordinator yeah and uh, <clears throat> uh my my role it was to just distribute food directly to the food visitors uh, and uh, i was uh prepare statistical reports of the food shelf and, uh, most of the time it was just, uh, referring people to other services.
0: And do you think that it helps you in your current position, the level of trust you might've built up with various communities having just been doing this for so many years?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because now, you know, <clears throat> I was able to, to break down the barriers to food action to food access you know and uh uh while building trust and communication with the new American so every time they see me here there is uh I can say be more comfortable because I speak the languages you know I I give them more information about what we're doing so and uh, even if they have something which is not related to the food they always talk to me so they, I can refer them to other program.
0: How would you like to see, uh, Feeding Chittenden change and grow and, and, and serve people in, in more different ways? So now I
1: think that I hope, uh, for the Feeding Chittenden to grow, having multiple locations in Chittenden County, for those who don't have transportation to reach our services here in Burlington. And I think that's my goal is offer more culturally responsive food to our neighbor. Yes.
0: And Eddie, can you talk a little bit about your own background before uh, coming to Vermont and how it might have prepared you to serve in a role like this? Yeah. So uh, I, I'm from the Congo,
1: DRC Congo Kinshasa. And I grew up in Congo, and in uh, 1997, when the war started in the Congo, I went to Tanzania. And from Tanzania, I was uh, in the refugee camp, helping people there. So I was a volunteer with the uh, uh, Food World Program. So I stayed there for a couple of years. And uh, after that, I came to America to join my family. So my food passion started in refugee camp when I was helping them distributing food uh, to refugee.
0: What about food in particular appeals to you as a means of like breaking down barriers or helping people in general?
1: So, you know, that I I grew up in, uh, I can say in the environments where people didn't have food didn't have anything and so i was here and uh, i see the waste we have in united states and compared to other people who don't have access to the food and that's why i have that uh, passion helping people
0: yeah this podcast was produced by me, Sam Gail rosen with help from senior editor Natalie Williams. For more episodes, visit vtdigger.org. This is The Deeper Dig. Thanks for listening.